You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Back and now tune into the other side, the other side of sports. It's your boy yeah. Laws. I'm in here yeah. with her. We in this joint rocking out. You right, already right. know. Uh, going to get into some stuff today. Um, you know, bro, I I've been kind of under a rock. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of stuff that's going on um, out here. Uh, I haven't been watching the Wizards. Forgive me. Them Batman's too trash for me to watch. They on now. What's the probability they make it? They they squeak into the playoffs or the play game? Zero. Zero? Dog, they was just hovering. It was just like they was like one game under 500, two games under 500. I looked up. These Batman's nine games under 500. Three games behind the bull. Dog, it's over. And then enough games left. They would basically have to win out and then had the Bulls basically like lose what like six or seven out of their last games. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah, I, I'm not optimistic that, that the Wizards will be able to climb out of the hole that they're in. And uh don't worry, I got a rant queued up. Earn though, I the, the rant, it's gonna be epic this year. I trust and believe it's gonna be the best rant I ever had in my entire existence. You already know. <laughs> you already... No, this joke about to finish the rants of all rants. I just trust and believe, dog. I, I got one cooked up because just, just the the coaching, the 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 lack of urgency. What happened? Where the star players at, dog? Bradley Bill be out and Kuzma not playing. Have they given up too? They know it's over too, dog. Yeah, blow the, the joint is over. These Bamers are sorry. It's too much talent to have the record that they have, dog. Blow it up. Yeah, I, that that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, when they ain't gonna sell the team, bro? I haven't heard nothing. I, like, is there any Big news? news any move? Yeah. Huh? So, so, so the uh, Harris group, what uh, was it? Okay. Joshua Harris, uh-huh. Mitchell Rails, and Magic Johnson. They submitted uh-huh. a fully qualified or fully funded six billion dollar offer because you know they were talking about five this and five that. Damn, uh-huh. like no. Nah. So they submitted the five. Uh, I mean, the six billion dollar offer. Then the Bama Steve Papalopagus or whatever the Greek Bama uh-huh. from Canada is, he submitted a fully funded $6 billion drink, um, basically matching the uh, bid today, too. Okay. So they, the, the number's creeping up. And then uh, <laughs> Bezos is still I mean, right now they got the same number. So I imagine um, Bezos is sitting there looking like, okay, the floor is $6 billion. Can you get up to six and a half? So, like, what is it going to take for Dan to swallow his ego and be like, you know, I, I can't turn down 500 mil. I'm just going to go in and sell to this battle. Or is he really that 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 much of a mental patient where he going to pass up an extra 200 to 500 mil to not sell to Bezos? So mm. it'll be interesting. Though, I, I just... I'm... I, I just want it to be over, dog. Can we just get the Bama out of here and, and move on with life? 
it's just ridiculous, bro. This Batman just been around, been around, been around. Six billion. I'd have took the offer already. Jones been sold. Uh, but you know, we got the draft coming up. Don't worry, we're gonna get into the player analysis. I'm trying to give my man D some time, get situated. When we we squared away, we not in April. What's the draft in April, right? Yeah. We got a month. Yeah, so we got some time. Hang on. It's only Hang like two on. positions they want to hear about, Paul. So that's it. That's it. Quarterback, we already did that. You want to talk about the wide receivers and running back. Whoever gonna score points for you. Maybe a couple of DM Bammers who gonna, you know, bust out this year. Everybody else, who cares? Who cares? We get the we get the cornerbacks right, all that. Bammers don't come back like young y'all was right about the cornerbacks. Jai Alexander, he a beast. They don't never come back talking about that. So it's pointless. We're not going to waste a whole bunch of time on tackles and stuff. Like, dog, we told you that tackle. It don't matter at the end of the day. It doesn't matter at all. Uh, speaking of the NFL, uh, Jim Trotter, you know, the, you know the reporter for the uh, NFL Network? Yep. They fired my man, dog. Actually, I take that back. They didn't fire him. They asked they him. up his contract. Yeah, crub ball. So, you know, Jim Trotter, one of the most respected and thorough journalists in the sports media, wouldn't stop asking NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell about the league's lack of diversity in his head coaching and front office ranks, as well as within the NFL media newsroom. Monday, NFL media got rid of Trotter one of the few non-black athlete analysts it had tried to announce that his tenure with the NFL media was ending. So, of course, he thanked them. Uh, nothing says commitment to diversity like letting go of a black employee who asks why actions don't match up with flowery statements, especially as the league is being sued by three black coaches, alleging racism, hiring practices, and exiled black quarterback for protesting wonton killers and, and people who look like him by agents of the state. So, I mean, is this racially stimulated? Aaron, is this? I get tired of, like, <laughs> having to pretend like we don't know what it is and, like, we not right. When they're, like, I read one comment and I was like, y'all blinded by race. You blinded to race, I feel like. <laughs> like, people just don't want to have to have the conversation because they want it to be something else so they can I love affair with football and everything else that's going on. This is not an accident. They have to keep because they, they can't compete at most of the positions involved. They got to keep the head coaches, the old coordinators, the quarterbacks. They, they got to keep as much whiteness as they can. And that's one of the ways they do it is with the head coaching position. Or it's going to be like the NBA where you know what I mean? Like the joint completely changed. Then you watch what the American market did. They basically, mm-hmm. for the most part, turned turn their back on. If you look at movies, it's so many things in America. If you look at it, like when when it's whitewashed, it's at a certain point. But if it gets too black, then it's like it just disappears from the face of the earth. Or it just becomes something that gets put on the back burner. The only exception is rap music. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's a fair question to ask about the diversity in the league. It's not changing. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. And you're telling me that it's getting better. We're doing all these different things. Dog, holding a banquet with Black Bam is at the jump. 
is not changing anything. That's not that's not enough. And the point it, he made was that the reason he asked at the Super Bowl is because Goodell had made all these statements the last time he talked to him, but he hadn't noticed any improvement since the last time he saw him. He said Goodell doesn't make himself available, you know what I mean, for him to be able to ask these kind of questions any other time. So he felt it was important to go ahead and ask the Bama then again. But you know what it is. They're partners he, he, with, with these networks and all this other kind of stuff. And if you don't think they they had to pull on executives behind the scenes, like, hey, this dude is he, he's becoming yeah, we gotta get him out of here. He bad for business. He gonna ask this question every time up. Try to ask the, those questions of Goodell in a form he did because he had no other option. Though though Goodell, as the league's commissioner, is the de facto head of the NFL media and the league offices set NFL media's annual budget. Try to didn't get access to Goodell except for those annual state of the league sessions before the Super Bowl. He never got an answer to his question either. Not in the moment in Phoenix in February and try to tell the sports media reporter Richard Dice that no one with the league followed up with him post Super Bowl on his questions about the uh, persistent, persistently homo- homogeneous hiring practices this year or last. The NFL can't be troubled by silly things like public sentiment or doing the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing. I, it, it's intentional, dog. This is not an accident. It's not a happenstance. None of the above, dog. It's intentional. It's intentional. Yeah. It's the same thing I, with Lamar. Like, Bama's key. Oh, y'all got a big mouth. Y'all don't want to go along with the way we doing stuff. It's like they they outright punishing Bama's in public. Making an example out of Bama's, dog. Yeah, now, speaking of which, the RG3 situation, I mean, I'm sorry, not RG3, Lamar Jackson. RG3's comments on that situation were very interesting. And I don't know if you if you haven't heard them, um, you, sh- you should definitely go find them and listen to them. Uh, but essentially what he was saying is that it's basically the league is punishing Lamar Jackson for not playing ball. Have they heard in that? In a nutshell. <laughs> we have. Yeah, it, it, the league is, is a system, and that system is run on people playing ball. Like, he brought up the fact that there are many NFL players who negotiated a contract without an agent. So that narrative that you have to have an agent is not true. Uh, we've said it several times, though. They could pay Lamar the money. The money cannot be the issue because they've already got the money 10 times over. And as soon as if a team, any team, I mean, Lamar Jackson recently came out and said to to the ownership, like when I guess Jim Harbaugh was about to do a press conference that he no longer, he wanted to be basically traded. Um, that team that trades for him and leaves the two twos and whatever, they like, Soon as Lamar Jackson's name gets printed on the back of their jersey, the Jones getting sold out. So what are we talking about, people? And them jerseys expensive, Aaron. When you last time you bought one of them Jones? The authentic Jones. Been a minute. It's pricey. Yeah, so, three hundred. Yeah, I remember last so, time the authentic Jones is in three hundred. Yeah, the Jones. You getting that Jones going quick? 
going quick. You getting all the bread. Um, yeah, I, I just, I mean, it, it, we like kicking. The horse is dead. The horse been shot with a twelve gauge shotgun. The horse just sitting in the middle of the road, dog. This joint still there, and we still kicking it, and we still, but. Until it move off the street, it's gonna have to get kicked. I'm sorry, because it's ridiculous. And the thing that is absolutely amazing out of all of this is this: what the 20, 27, 28th, 28th. Any other time when they want a guy to look bad, especially among the fan base, if a Bama asks to be traded, even when dudes don't ask to be traded, they lie and say somebody asked to be traded. Mm-hmm. This man asked on the 2nd of March to be traded, and that joint did not creep out nowhere. They kept that joint all the way tucked in because they know <laughs> good and damn well if that news comes out and then nobody is even inquiring about it, that's another... It's more evidence of the collusion that's going on behind yeah. the scenes. Facts. That, not to come out. This been almost a month ago, Harold, he asked to be traded, and that joint didn't come out nowhere. They leak anything else. Anything. Bama sneeze in a restaurant and, and a brawl break out. They, this man was in the front. For a month. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's a lot of funny business going on. And, 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 and other funny business, John Lynch, QB Brock Purdy has earned the right to take that first snap as QB1. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's solid. But come on now. The Batman Joe Montana. And John Lynch ain't the head coach. What the <laughs> hell is he out here talking about who earned what? John Lynch ain't even played quarterback. I use my... <laughs> And if that happened here, this be all blamed on Dan. He's meddling this, this, and that. Dog, it's a lot of idiots all across the league. He has no place. No place announced. Like, even if. That's the feeling in the building. Let that come from the head coach's mouth. Let that come from the old coordinator. As a GM, you pick the players. You you don't coach. You don't decide who plays. But we know that's really what happens in both leagues. Well, in a lot of sports leagues where the GM meddling in minutes and all that kind of stuff. And that's why you end up with situations like the Wizards. And it's just, I just, I hate it. Because it's pick and choose when they want to be outraged by some of this stuff that goes on versus when it's nothing to see here. Uh, it, 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 I, I just, yeah, it don't make sense to me. And Black Purdy, no knock to him, but John Lynch, like, what do you? You yeah, can say he played well without having to talk about what he's earned um, going forward. That's a, a coach's decision. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do you believe? Um, just in, 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 in going back to the Lamar Jackson situation, do you believe he gets traded? I don't because I believe they've already colluded. Like uh, the Washington Commanders, because uh, you know they got the owners meeting, so a lot of the head coaches are in that room where they're sitting at the tables, and you know you get a lot of um, a lot of commentary or whatever, or, or like press, mm-hmm. basically small presses from the coaches. The commanders came out officially and said, Mark Mayhew says that um, the commanders won't be pursuing Lamar. And then the Jets say 
and what's it, Joe Douglas, specifically says, oh, yeah, it's no rush on the uh, Aaron Rodgers thing, but Lamar's not an option. So, like, here we go. It's the same with the Kaepernick stuff. They think everybody's stupid. Because most of the, you know, that other half of the other fans or whatever percentage is stupid. But, like, everybody knows what's going on here. Everybody knows what's going on here. This is a situation where yeah, this is a situation where the players need to do something. They They need to come together. Yeah, you're right, dog. It's a plantation, dog. It's a plantation. Because the, the, they watched them allow it with cat, and they said these—they're not going to do nothing. They suck us. These members living check to check, and they're not going to make any sacrifice that's going to affect their bread. So they—they they watched you let <laughs> let us do this to cat. Oh yeah, they're going to make an example. He's not paying his ten percent to that group. He's also not giving, uh, like RG three was saying, allowing things to be leaked because the information is coming directly from him and not from. Uh, Adam Schefter and all these other guys. Ball. So they pissed and doubling down because don't get me started, though. I'm going to get us banned from <sighs> YouTube. <sighs> Yo. Hey, at some point, y'all going to look back at this 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 podcast. Yo, the world that we live in is about to change completely. It's about to change. Question of the day. So this is interesting because today's question is actually a sports-related question that I got in. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, we can do that. We a sports show, Aaron, so that's we can talk sports. I think they want to hear your your perspective on it. I what do you think are the most important qualities that a successful sports team needs to possess? And how do these qualities contribute to achieving consistent success over time? So is this qualities for like a franchise or just? I, I'm I'm assuming it's a franchise or, or a sports team. So it could be basketball, football. You know, those those are the major sports that we we we're watching. I mean, maybe college basketball. I don't, I don't know, but to have success and then um, achieving consistent success over time, what's the qualities that you need to have? I mean, just from my perspective, there's certain things you need that are minimums. Mm -hmm. But I think speaking on or even asking that question from the perspective of someone who potentially roots for a team in this area where you got a bunch of losers, it's not really (laughs) like the things that should be obvious and minimums. Like when somebody say, I got a job, I take care of my kids. It's like you supposed to (laughs) are bare minimums. So, So it's like just you know, a proper hierarchy as far as like we were talking about with John Lynch, like an owner who who wants to spend the money, i.e. Wizards. You know what I mean? An owner who wants to spend, who wants to win. A GM who can identify talent or at least delegate to the proper people and mm-hmm. and accept their assessments. Um, so player evaluation, mm-hmm. drafting, and that's in any sport, being able to, to hit you don't even have to hit half of the time, but you got to be able to hit enough to where you're especially when you in a, you in a position to where the percentages should be in your favor. So when if you're, you're picking, picking high, the top lottery. half of the draft, yeah, yeah. You, you you can't you be, be watching them jumps. Yeah, you got to be able to hit, and then uh, 
after that competent coaching competent and, coaching and a, a lot of times from a coaching perspective it's not even the savant Bill Belichick mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's the guy with the spirit? you can get in you need um, a playbook from anywhere now Popovich it's, it's more staying out the way and not causing more mm-hmm. losses based on your ego if you just say who are, who are my best players Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and just roll the ball, let my best players be the best players, and most of the more often than not, you're gonna win. You don't need these extravagant uh, offenses or defenses or schemes. Schemes don't win you games in, in modern sports. You need ringers, and then most importantly, you That's need ringers. Fact. Ringers. You need, you need really you need good ringers. players, blue chippers, not these lunch pail I mean, guys. It's a, it's a it's a benefit to have a scheme for for like in situ because as when you a, have bumps, you, it helps for sure. Yeah, yeah. But when you play against the good teams, you're going to need a little bit of scheming in. That's where you see the coach, like, coaches when get things out are coaching. equal. When talent is equal, yeah. you definitely need scheme. And when you yeah. have less talent, you know, scheme can help. Yeah, but yeah. scheme is not the base. Like, that's... Yeah, that's not the base. You need cookers, dog. Ringers. And we understand. Anybody, yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, when, even when I was hooping, and Babs would be like, hey, Laws, you, you play get down with us, dog? If the team wasn't wasn't fit. <laughs> now I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, who, what guards y'all got over there, Joe? Or, or y'all got receivers, dog? Y'all got quarterback? Y'all got, oh, what no, y'all I'm got? I'm, I'm good, dog. Because <laughs> it's different. It's you different. Ringers. You need so, ringers. So if the standard is like winning a championship, if that's what you mean by success, mm-hmm. you, you got to have ringers and you just got to have competency everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Just competency. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I, I say, like, especially in college, like, you need Babbins that can do it. You need competent coaching, you know, and you, you need somebody who can, has a vision for the team and be able to put the right players in place, whether it's recruiting, whether it's drafting, like, those things are just just very critical. And you're you right. If, if an ego get involved, that junk going to be all bad. It's going to be all bad. Um. But yeah, and and as long as you have those things in place, like especially if you have a good coach that can that can relate to the players and get through to them and understand their personalities and like you say, you know, his ego not in a way and can kind of let Bama shine. Or at least have earned an ego. Like if you win enough um at any level, you kind of build up a cachet to where you you mm-hmm. kind of warrant being able to say we're gonna do this my way, like I've mm-hmm. said, I've established a standard that works. This is how we doing. We're gonna do things. But when you're a, a loser, <laughs> a perennial loser, a t- you know you you've been on two different teams. Your record under 500 both places, like Ron <laughs> Rivera, or you know some of these other things we see. GMs too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. guys bounce around, player evaluators bounce around, end up on TV, and they talk like you know what I mean they spit in the gospel like. If you was as like that as you say you are, <laughs> you'd be with a team winning chips. So it's just, you know. What's the bad with Casserly? Charlie Casserly, garbage. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Trash, dog. And then a lot of times it's like these guys get on TV and everybody think they so smart and so genius. They end up on a team and Bama see it ain't as easy as you thought it was. Dog, exactly. 
That's now, why Bill Sharper kind of smart because that Bama stayed put. He ain't up going <laughs> taking no job. Said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to keep gonna pe- peddling these lies on TV. Chat. Yeah. Nobody go no, back and check up on my lies. Nobody check keep on my lies. 40 I years. sit here every year. I get on this gym with my wig piece flaring out and talk <laughs> about Bama's. I can never even blow a candle next to in anything. And I get to sit up here. This is he living a life. He's dog. living a life, dog. Sometimes one of the be- the awareness of knowing that you not you not that guy, and being able to just say, you know what? Because most egos would be like, you know what? I'm gonna go take one of these jobs and show them that I could. You know, I know what I'm talking about. He like, nah, I'm gonna sit right here, cash these checks, <laughs> and keep the party going, dog. No, it's safe. No accountability. You can literally say whatever. It's that no Batman Harold Law is going to be the best quarterback ever came out this year ever. Like he did with Jimmy Clausen. I'll, re- I'll, I'll give up this job if he's not a starting quarterback in such and such year. <laughs> then Alabama was a bum and he ain't leave. Just keep it moving. Act like it never happened. <laughs> Accountability free. Don't even bring it up. They don't even bring it up. Babbins might get fired if they bring it up like they right. did my man Jim, Jim Trotter. <laughs> so, yeah, it... it it don't, don't, don't make any any kind of sense, though. Any kind of sense. Uh, what are your thoughts on... There's a lot of people... You know, I'm starting to see it more and more on social media. All of these games where they're officiating is trash. Bama's giving Bama's un, unsolicited texts and kicking them out the game off of flu, fugazi type stuff. Like, Bama just, just be like, what? And he'd be like, you're out of here, buddy. What do you think about this? Is this Stern's orders 2.0? Or is this just a game like referees make bad calls and it just is what it is. It is no real big deal with it. I mean, it was a game last, like, you know, the other week, uh, last week where the, uh, um, I think the Dallas Mavericks were playing uh, Golden State Warriors and they didn't inbound a ball. Like, I guess they, they told the sideline that the ball was theirs and then they was waiting for the ball and the other team was on the other end and they just gave the ball to the to the Warriors and they just scored an easy layup right under the basket uncontested and it was a whole back bunch of back and forth with like how did they do that just some calls down the stretch and you know it's just funny business after funny business do you think that this is just coincidence is it is the league always been like this or do we got a Tim Donahue outbreak going on in the, in the NBA. And... What do you say? You always say it's never a coincidence when there's this much money involved. It's never a coincidence. <laughs> and I just think, it, I mean, officiating been trash. Um, it's a lot more notoriety, though. And so, you know, you get egos involved. Guys want to be, you know, they take a stuff personal, acting like people there to see them. Like if a player get too emotional or react a certain way to a call, they think they somebody mother and they want to go get the belt and act like they could punish Bamas. But this, this stuff been going on. People weren't complaining when they were swallowing Kobe and then they had these Bamas fleecing the Sacramento Kings uh, in the playoffs when the refs was, was uh, pulling all them scams because they wanted to root for the Lakers and they wanted to root for Kobe. So, I, I mean, I don't want to hear it now. This so stuff I, been going I, on. So I put in Google, like, when did NBA refs get paid? 
According to reports, the starting salary for NBA referees is around 150k per year, while senior refs can earn upwards of 500k per year or more. Jeez. In addition to the base salary, NFL, NBA referees receive a comprehensive benefits package, including health insurance, retirement plans, and travel allowances. That players are paying for, so. It's worth noting that the NBA referees also work on per game basis and their pay can increase based on the number of games they officiate each season. This is why these jumps be going seven, seven games, Aaron. <laughs> I need another check. Additionally, they may receive bonuses for working playoff games and championship series. Overall, NFL refereeing is a highly lucrative profession, but it requires a great deal of training. Stop it, dog. Stop it. <laughs> You know they always got to get these bamas some kind of extra credit. No, stop Sticking me. them in there somewhere, Paul. I mean, don't get it twisted. I think you got to know the game and know what calls to make and stuff it's like that. It's easier than cooking french fries at McDonald's, but <laughs> come on now. This no, not... cooking the fries in the air fry. <laughs> no, this joke not rocket science, bro. It's a file. You got all you With need is a, 32. A, a brisk jog up and down the court, be in enough shape to do that joint. Because they got them 60, 70 out there. Stop it. I got a hat. Right. <laughs> On number two. And the fans be basically reffing at home. You be at the basketball oh, court. You be yes. like, oh, he got fouled. Like, all you, would you just call the fouls? Stop it. <sighs> stop it. The- <laughs> God, <laughs> I can do this. Right, For 500K? I know all the signs. Yeah, 500K. <laughs> I got a hole. Number 21. <laughs> <laughs> hey, reset the clock. I know all the signs. I'm about, to, I'm about to go referee school. Make my little $50, $60 a game refereeing, dog. That's all the that's all the uh jobs about to be left in a minute, Earn. Just <laughs> 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 I remember I'm picking up all of them jokes, dog. I mean, refereeing or anything, dog. But for real, for real, that joint need to get moved over to AI. <laughs> dog, it would be too objective then. They can't have the league orders with the AI. <laughs> so that joint always going to be uh, manual. Wow. <laughs> that ain't going to be touching nobody. <laughs> no, that's going to clean the game right up quick. No. <laughs> this guy Steph Curry be averaging 100 points, dog. <laughs> you can't get nowhere close to that Batman, dog. Oh, Shaq, you know trying, you know trying, You know they're trying to bring the technologies into the game, but they trying to hold it back. Because if you ain't got a Batman out there on payroll with, with uh, Mike Francis and them Babas can't get to, <laughs> you need a Batman. You type of, hey, we got your wife and kids. Hey, you already know what to do. <laughs> I, though, I, you know me. I'm Stern's orders all day, conspiracy theorists all day. It's too much bread at stake. Nothing to chance. And they just approved where this season coming up, uh, the NFL teams can have betting in the stadiums on Sunday. That's what we was talking about earlier. It's going to be brouhaha's all out in the uh, parking lot after the game. <laughs> Yo, I'm going opposite all the public. That's the thing, too. Like, I tell people, the jump with the sports betting is so, so crucial is that, like, them Bama's in the control center, Aaron, they can see all the numbers, all the money that come in for every game. 
they be like, oh, this game, oh, the public hit, they 60% hit. They don't got to win all the games. They just win one or two per week. Oh, public is 70% on this, Joe? Go ahead and flip the switch. Easy money. This this the one right here. Easy money. This Joe connected to 80% of the parlays as a done deal? Go ahead and flip the switch. That's, a, that's the only one we need. We don't need the other ones. It's that simple. It's that simple. So, wait until the playoffs start. That's all I'm going to say. Better go to the other side. With the, look at the NCAA tournament, how they did that jump. Yo, all the number one teams going to lose? All the top seeds out of there, Aaron? Out of there. Come on now. You mean to tell me uh, Park Crest Heights better than Texas and Alabama? Like, they just putting random Joe Smoke that like and they just couch it in the Cinderella oh, yeah I got a Cinderella for you alright it's called funny business they don't care about them kids they just trying to get the bread crazy bro crazy uh, anything else going on like I said I've been at a rock dog I don't know what's going on they also um, changed the rule for the cut down they don't have to do it like go to f- from ninety to like eighty to, uh-huh. to seventy to fifty three. Uh-huh. Now they go could go from ninety to fifty three at the very end of the preseason. So it's gonna be a lot of angry Bamas at the end of dog, the preseason. First of all, if you playing football, dog, you can get seriously injured in that whole process. You gonna be out that jump. I think they Just, they intentionally did that for because you know when you get to the end of the preseason and most of your starters not playing, mm-hmm. they got a lot of bammers. Even the vets that's kind of on the fringe out there playing, basically, you know what I mean, whole games mm-hmm. at the end of the preseason. So they don't want to um, do that. They want to let the let the let the young people try and earn spots because you're just gonna preserve your veterans. You're gonna be like, hey, you don't have to play. You don't have to play. We're gonna put these young boys out there. And it kind of drives the price of the breakdown too because. Mm-hmm. As players are getting released gradually, you got teams picking them up. You know what I mean? You get to the end of the preseason, typically you got Bammers that you know pretty much going to be, you know what I mean, stacking boxes and stuff like that at the mm-hmm. end of the drain. When you yeah, cut everybody at the same to, uh, time, Amazon, at the right end, the- you're going to have players more desperate, you know what I mean? And then teams can just take younger guys for cheaper versus bringing a lot of these vets back on because you got to basically catch on to a brand new team with the season starting next week, kind of sort of, so it's just it's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. I, that's definitely gonna be interesting. Who did they pick? Have they picked the hard knocks team yet? You know who it's gonna be, though. They stop just waiting it. for the announcement of the uh, new ownership. Oh, stop it! Yo, I don't, they trying to hold on. I know they trying to hold on. Damn, just hold on to the to the date come where they have to pick one of these other teams. Who is it? The Colts? Somebody like. It's like the only three team? or four like teams, I think, yeah, in Washington, one of them. The Raiders, are they one of them? Uh, it could be the Raiders. I don't remember seeing the Raiders on there. I did see the Colts. They had the Colts on there last year or something, during okay. the season during, I think. Oh, yeah. If you're going to be on there, the during the season jump is probably the way to go. So they're putting two teams on there, so now they're picking two teams to be on a hot night. They do jump. one at the, uh, for the training camp, and then they do one during oh, the season. Oh, then we, we stuck then. What's, uh, what is it called, hard knocks? Yeah, see. hard knocks. Cause I, I don't know, bro. 
So you got the Bears. No, you got the Saints, Commanders, Jets, and Bears. Jets can get if they get AR. They get Aaron Rodgers. They make that. You know they going. Yeah. They and if Washington get new ownership. Yeah, they wait, but they going. If we don't get ownership, like in enough time, then they just going to select the uh, the Jets. They waiting though. You right? They waiting. Dan, hold on, Dan. Or the Bears, I think I could see them being an easy team that basically wouldn't be able to protest um, and it'd be a safe pick. But the Saints, it's no chance. Mm-hmm. It's no chance. No chance. No chance. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's all, dog. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Subscribe to the channel. Share the content. Um, we the only Bamas out here keeping it authentic, keeping it real. Uh, shout out to Wiz Buffy. Shout out my man, uh, Ill Fam. Had a birthday this past or last week, the weekend that just passed. Shout out to him. That's my good brother. Appreciate all the support over the years and just being a good man. Uh, shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. You seen Tasha uh podcast, Joe? She got they rocking and rolling. Yeah, she on a podcast down in Miami. They rocking and rolling, dog. They talking about all type of stuff. No, nah, I ain't never seen it, Trey. Yeah, I'm, I send it to you. Yeah, they having some interesting conversations about a lot of different things. So it's 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 good. I don't have a name, otherwise I'll just shout it out. But shout out to that's the uh, sports talk Tasha. Uh, shout out to Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Lance J. Shout out to my man Wes. My man Chris, uh, we gotta get Jeremy John. I ain't heard from my man Jeremy John in a minute. In the vortex, what's going on? I don't know. I gotta check in on my man Jeremy. Jeremy, hit me, bro. Hit me. Uh, and we out. <laughs>